Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good day, good day, good day. Good day, one and all. Welcome back to another edition of In the Office Corner with ATN. Today we're very excited to have with us not one, but two, two for the price of one. <laughs> we have a mother and son team. Mother, the editor, and the son is the author. How about that? I'm talking about Jennifer Hoshman and her son, Joel Michael. Good morning, Jennifer. Hello. Or should I say good afternoon, because it's afternoon in some parts of the world, and in my part of the world, it's afternoon time. So good afternoon to you. Yeah. Good afternoon to you. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start with you. And uh, Jennifer, would you give a little background about yourself to our audience, please? Sure. Um, I've been an editor um, professionally since 2009. I did it for several years before that um, for friends and some colleagues. And um, I've been homeschooling my kids for the last five years. And um, things have developed out of that. Um, So that's where we are as a family right now is working on quite a bit of books. Oh, my goodness. I can imagine. Keep you busy, huh? Busy, busy, busy. (laughs) Busy mommy, busy bee. Yes. Okay. Let's turn to uh, Joel Michael. Good afternoon, Joel. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good. It's your turn now to share yourself with our audience, please. I'm 14. I started writing a few years ago, and I wanted to... I wanted to base it off some video games because they were doing really good, and I'd seen books that I liked that were based off those. Okay, so is that how it's possible for you to start writing at such a young age because of your video games? I think so, yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. What kind? What kind of writing do you do? Fiction. Fiction or science fiction? 
or fiction. I like to read stories for kids. Okay, okay. So I can imagine then you are a pretty good reader yourself being uh, such a good writer, I understand. How much yeah, would you say you read? Two hours every day. Every day? Boy, that's a discipline. Two hours every day. My mother couldn't even get me to read one hour a day. I <laughs> to be on the outside playing. See, that was before we had uh, internet and stuff like that. We were outside playing a lot. And you know, two hours a day, that's good. And do you think that has helped you in any which way? What? How has that reading helped you? I, I, I learned how to write a good story um, by reading all the stories, seeing how the good stories were written. Yes. Stuff like that. And you learn about the style of the author. You learn about how he presents his characters or not. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Do you create your own characters or your characters are based on what you've seen in your video games? Uh, it's a little of both. I create, like, their personality and everything, but they're based off the main character. Okay, okay. Now, you have the advantage of having a mom who is an editor, or should I say an editor who is a mom. Is that a special advantage? To you, what would you say about that? Yeah, I'd say it is. In what way? I can get help if I don't know how to write a certain part of the story. And if I read over her shoulder, it also helps with the reading. It's like a bonus. <laughs> yeah, so you read over her shoulder. Mm, how often do you do that? <laughs> Not as often anymore because I've had to do a lot of schoolwork, but I still okay, do it. Okay. Well, I'm just messing with you. Whatever you do with you and your mom, that's fine because she's there to help you, and I'm, I'm glad that you have her available to you. That's great. I'm just messing with you. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Besides, now, I does your sleep. mom drop what you... I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Besides, I get free editing. I think it's so. That was going to be my next question. You get special treatment from your mom. Of course you get special free editing. <laughs> but the next question is, do you have to wait for her to edit your book, or does she drop what she's doing and come and run and do yours first? I have to wait my time like everyone else. I think it's, it's, so. I think it's so. okay. I have to wait okay. my duration. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. That's only fear. That's only fear, of course. Now, we've been talking about your book, and we talk about you as an author, but you haven't told us what the title of your book is and where it can be available. So would you share with our audience, please, the title of your book and where they can pick up a copy, please? It's called The Diamond Moon, A Minecraft World, and it's on Amazon. Okay. Is it, it in... It, Paperback, hardback, or e It is on Kindle Unlimited, so if you have that, you can get it for free. Okay. Okay, great. And now, is that your only book, or, you, or do you have more? It's my only book right now, but I am working on the next one. 
fantastic. So you'll have a series with no time. By the time Christmas is here, you probably have three, four books to sell as a package, right? Yes. <laughs> really? Well, that's good. Good for you. Good for you. And then with a building editor, you can't go wrong with that. That's great. That's great. I commend you for that. By the way, I'd like to say to you, when you get your second book, third book, fourth book, give us a call. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you how that has come along. Would you do that? Sure. I will. Great. Great. <clears throat> now, we cater our show to new and inspiring authors. Some of them might be adults, and some of them might be children your age. What advice or what suggestions would you offer to them about becoming a writer? Go for it. Practice makes perfect. Just write a little every day. And eventually you'll have a book. Okay. In addition to write a little every day, they should also read a little every day, maybe two hours a day and write two hours a day. How about that? A combination. That's four hours right there. Yeah. Reading and writing. My goodness, you're well-disciplined on that. Hmm, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> Probably from your mom, maybe. Mom, let me yeah. turn to you now. Is that is that where that's coming from? <laughs> yes, I think um, a lot of that does. And just the fact that we have always created a culture of learning in our home and okay. reading and writing. Uh, we have so many bookshelves in our house and so much paper. Ooh. Um, just different things like that. We've taught the kids how to type on a computer so they can write that way also. And it's just something that we're really deep in. Now, at what age did Joel Michael started using the computer? I think he was probably about four or five. Um, He started reading with four and just sort of took off. And we knew that we had um, quite some, you know, some gifts on our hands. So we've tried to encourage wow. their as much as we can. Wow. He started typing on the computer at age four. I probably yes. was at age 44 when I started using a computer. <laughs> amazing, amazing how technology really works. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing when it works, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Now, in addition, in addition to being an editor, you say you homeschool your children. Uh, how, what's, what's, what is that like? Well, it involves quite a bit of juggling because I work full-time at home, and then I also homeschool three children, and they each have their own special needs, and okay. we adapt to what they need and what they're learning at the time. And mm-hmm. I have to be able to back and forth between tasks, which I'm pretty good at doing. Uh, it's been okay. years now, five years now, so um, we've got a pretty good system and pretty good flow down. Oh, great. Good, 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 good. So you have three children to, to keep track of, you have your mm-hmm. clients to keep track of, then you have your household to keep track of. Question yes. is, who keeps, who keeps track of you and helps you? <laughs> well, I, I use... Um, Google Calendar and a program called GQs to help me with tasks. It's a, an online to-do list. No, 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 no. Okay. I have my husband, so um, he can help remind me of things and, and remind me especially to rest because I have uh, several chronic illnesses. So sometimes yeah. my 
tell me to slow down a little bit. Okay. By the way, talking about your husband, is he the one who has done that fantastic graphic work on your for your business? He has done some, yes. Um, the dragon images were from tuneupmymarketing.com. It's Celia Triplett did oh. those, and I love her artwork. Fantastic. Okay. <clears throat> so, oh, you're a busy lady. I, I mean, that's stuck in my head. I can't get past that. You've written more than 2,000 pages. You've edited more than 5 million words. Wow. Was there any expectation for your children to be, become writers? My husband and I actually consciously fought against that. We didn't want to put any um, expectations on them. We wanted to just see what natural talents they had and what direction they wanted to go. And um, mm-hmm. so it was a, it was not really surprising when they started saying, hey, I want to be a writer. Um, but we would say, you know, kind of neutral statement, that's fine if that's what you want to do. If there are other things you yeah. want to do, that's fine too. So that way we didn't yeah. really push them into any kind of a mold. Well, that's good. That's good. <clears throat> now, um, when it comes to writing and reading, as we talked about with Joel earlier, what's it like in your environment? You, you have bookshelves and papers and all stuff around. So I guess your house is a home, but it's also a part-time home and a part-time library. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it definitely is. We've had a lot of uh, you know friends and guests that will pop into the house and say, oh, my goodness, did I just walk into a wing of the library? Um, we've had people <laughs> feeling with themselves. Um, our, our dining table yeah. almost doubles as a learning table, so uh, sometimes it will be piled up with books and papers. And then we have yeah. two computers and a couple of tablets. Wow. So it's just you know constant reading and writing environment. Yes. So I guess you could put a sign on your door, your front door, that says, welcome to the Hoshman Library. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now let's go back to Michael. He said that uh, this is the first book that he's planning to do some more books. Uh, I put the thought in his head that maybe by Christmas time, he'll probably have two, three, maybe up to four books. You think that's possible? Definitely. Yeah, I think um, he's about a week away from having one edited. Um, he's on my calendar, mm-hmm. like all the other clients, mm-hmm. uh, taking his turn. And as soon as he hands me his second one, he gets started on his third because we just do that discipline of writing every day. And, right. uh, you know, it's it's not a – he doesn't have a set word count or anything like that, so it's not um, just a push for productivity. It's a push for quality, yes. but – do want that discipline of doing something toward our goals every day. Okay. Well, let me get back to Mr. Joe Michael and find out how he operates as a writer, as an author. So, Joe, when it comes to doing your writing, do you have a discipline of sitting down every day and writing and reading like we talked about earlier, or do you do it as in a different way? How do you, How do you handle it? Every day that I can, I sit down and I write um, on my book. Okay. So when you say you write, are you talking about by hand or, or are you typed it on a computer? On a computer. 
on my father's okay. laptop. Okay, okay. So it makes it a lot easier then to operate. Okay. Well, guess what? We have a call on the line. It's from your neck of the woods, area code 618. So let's go ahead and take that call. Good, eve- good evening. <laughs> good afternoon, caller. Area code 612, prefix 231. Go ahead with your question or your comment. We're here on the air. Good afternoon. Um, I was wondering Hi. how many how many books a year does uh, Jennifer edit? Well, go right ahead. Jennifer's right there. Jen? Okay. Um, right now, I'm at a pace of about 18 books per year. Some of them will be a little bit longer and some are a little bit shorter. So it will depend quite a bit on the length of the book and how much work each one will need. Um, I do set a goal for myself, but, again, quality is the number one concern. Okay. So... I, I, well, this is Kathy Jackson. I'm actually one of Jennifer's, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of the writers that Jennifer works with. She's actually my editor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, Jennifer has edited all of my books, and she's done an exceptional job with them all. Uh, each book has, she, she has been amazing. I'm not the easiest person to work with. And sometimes I'll just give her stuff, and I, I'm, I'm honest. I'm completely honest. And she's always mm-hmm. turned just anything I've handed into her into, I mean, it's just it went from a, a lump of coal into this beautiful diamond. So Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so grateful that she has chosen mm-hmm. to be my editor. Well, I heard you make a little confession, and I was, you know what to say. Confession is good for the soul. So apparently connecting with Jennifer has helped your soul in one way or another. Yeah, I mean, it really has, and us coming together as as writer, editor, is definitely a God thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I believe mm-hmm. God sent her to me, and Fantastic. I'm grateful and thankful for everything that she does. Yeah. Everything that happens has a purpose. Yes. Great. Well, thank you, Kathy. Any other questions or comments? Um, no. I mean, uh, I was just—I was just sitting here thinking about—I mean, just all the wonderful things that Jennifer has done. Um, nothing that I can think of other than she's such a brilliant editor. That I mean, anybody who is lucky enough to be able to get her when she has a space between books to just turn that, that magic on and just use it for that writer or that author. They're, they are very lucky people. They really are. So, great, great, great. Yeah. So well, thanks a lot. Now thank Yeah, yeah. Very good. I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today with your question and comment. And we're more than happy to have you around when you come up with your next book. So let us know. Thanks again. I will. Thank so you. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Miss Jennifer, the editor, Miss Jennifer, the mom, Miss Jennifer, the homeschool teacher, Miss Jennifer, on and on and on and on it goes. How many titles do you have? 
I wear a lot of hats. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. And I'm having a ball just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> but you handle them well, apparently, and you have developed discipline. Now, I want to ask you a personal question. Where did you learn to develop discipline? Because I want to stress the word discipline for authors in the audience, especially mm-hmm. new and aspiring authors, because being an author it takes a lot of discipline. So where did you get your discipline from? Well, I have to credit my family with that. Um, my mother and my stepdad raised me with a very strong work ethic um, from Good. a very young age. I was responsible for my siblings and for the small farm that we had. So I just kind of grew up knowing that there was a lot of work to be done and it was on my shoulders. So um, I Mm -hmm. passed that on to my own kids, not so much with uh, the volume of work, but with the regularity of it. Sure, sure. Now when it comes to sharing some advice or some tips or some suggestions for audience. What kind of suggestions would you make to them that would make their job easier and more productive and maybe make your work for them a lot more productive and, and, and flow easier? That is a really good question. Um, one thing I would say is to work in some discipline and just start small with something that you can manage and gradually okay. build up something that, that you see is making a good difference in your productivity and in your in your life. And I also have um, several blog posts that authors might find helpful on freshmanservices.com. I have a blog, and I have posts on you know, writing techniques, grammar, uh, things to look for in an editor. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, about ready to publish a book on finding the right editor for you. And I'll have some of my colleagues and different kind of a profile on each one um, so that okay. authors will to pick the right one for them. It makes Fantastic. such a huge difference to have the right editor. Now, we talk about being an editor. We talk about the word editor. But we never really define the different types of editing and editors there are. Could you just give a quick overview on that, please, Jennifer? Sure. Um, it's basically split into de- two types. There's developmental editing, and then there's mechanical editing. And developmental editing involves content editing and looking at the very big picture overview of a book. So it might involve plot or characterization or the outline, some of the things that you would do at the beginning and then partway through. And then pop editing goes into the mechanical. I do line editing and pop editing and focus more on that. And that's all about mechanical errors, spelling mistakes, uh, typographical errors, and, and things along that line. So some okay. people will need all of the different types of editing, and some people will only need one or the other. Okay. Now, does the word proofreading fall under editing, or is that entirely different, separate type of service? It is the last service before something will go to print, I include that in with my copy editing, but people yep. should know that most copy editors do not include proofreading services. Okay, good. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know today because of the technology we're in and the social media, particularly the younger generation use 
a language of their own. They, they, they create words and break them down into one letter. <laughs> you are between one letter each. <laughs> you are happy, or you are mad, or you are reading. You would use an eight and a. Um, I don't know what they will do. Uh, do, you come, do you come across that often with some of your writers? Somewhat, and it's something that's very common. I usually will, will talk to the author and just make sure that that's what they want to portray in their book. If it's something that's very common that a lot of readers will understand, then I don't really have yeah. any kind of an issue with it. But things that are obscure, okay. we want to make sure that readers will be able to understand the material. So sometimes we'll revisit those. Okay, okay. Well, before I get back to uh, Joel, Michael, is there anything else you'd like to add about um, what you do as an editor and your services? Um, I do offer sample edits for authors, and um, they can contact me through my website. Um, my email is jennifer at harshmanservices.com. And I'm also on Facebook, and I welcome any authors to send me a friend request. Um, I'm, I'm very open to that. Okay, and you're on Central Time, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay, so people ought to be aware of that. So when they call in, they don't get you in the middle of the night. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. true. Who knows? We're on the internet. You might get an author in in Europe somewhere who might want your services. <laughs> I okay, just did a for a man who's in Germany. So international clients are welcome to you. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's what I mean, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Jennifer. Let's switch over to Joel and see what last comment he might have to add. Joel, what do you have to add that you that we haven't already asked you about? I think more kids should write. Where people should try writing if they want to instead of thinking they can't do it. Yes. Well, you had the advantage where your family kind of conditioned you to be a writer, to be a reader. Is that right? Yes. Okay. What about your friends, your peers, your classmates? Do any of them want to become readers too, writers? Yeah. I've started a Facebook group for young authors. Well, say that again, please. A group? Yes. Great, great, great. What are you doing? What's what's involved in that group? Encouraging other people to write books. Just that further, and then what? How do you how do you encourage them? What do you do? I um chat with like being in school and get all these questions from the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Joel. I'm waiting. If you let me let me turn around. Let me turn around. If you were a member of this group, what kind of services would you like them would you like the group members to offer you? Learn how to write books. Okay. About writing books, stuff like that. Okay. What about grammar? Is that important to you, or do you use your own language, or what? Yes, it's important to me. Okay, great. Well, great. Thank you. 
Now, is there anything else that you would like to share with us before we wrap things up? Thank you for having us. Oh, my pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Now, I would love to have you back someday if you would like to sit in on the show with me someday. I, I spoke to your mom about that. I'd be more than happy to do that. So let me know. Fair enough? Oh, great, great, great. It's not a video game. It's real live radio as we are talking to each other back and forth. Well, Joel, I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your summer vacation schedule to be with us today in the middle of the day. And I also want to thank your mom for being with us today. So thank let me go back and speak with mom. Oh, there you are, mom. Hey, yes. Mom, any last for- minute closing thoughts you'd like to pass on, please? Oh, it was a pleasure. Well, my goodness. Well, guess what? Not only was it a pleasure for me, but it was fun. And it was fun playing with you and Joel. (laughs) (laughs) It was enjoyable for us, too. Laughing's always good. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Okay, before we close out now, Joel, where's your book available? Tell the audience, please. Amazon. The title is A Minecraft World. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, both of you. Mom and son, what a wonderful team. We are happy and pleased that you were able to be with us today. We want to say thank you to them, the heart, the husbands, mother, Jennifer, and son, Joel, Michael. Well, folks, this is the spot. In the author's corner with Etienne, where we are concerned about authors, whether they're new authors or aspiring authors, we cater to you, authors. So until next time, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate your being here with us. Now, you take care. So long. We'll see you around next time. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.